Hey, uh, a quick note before we get started today from our friends at Man Games Lost NBA. If the Orlando Magic stopped playing basketball today, it would take the Oklahoma City Thunder more than 311 games to catch them in the number of games missed by injured players. I just want you to think about that. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are indeed locked on magic. Today is December 28th, 2021. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow us on Twitter or follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we'll talk about the magic bringing back Hassani Gravette and Admiral Schofield as they continue to have to deal with COVID. We've got some good news on that front. Um, but the Magic starting to thin the herd a little bit uh, as uh, some of these uh, 10-day contracts begin to expire. So we'll talk a little bit about what they've provided the team over the last 10 days. We'll also chat a little bit about the rebuild, um, how the Magic are, are kind of holding up, uh, some positive signs that we might be seeing from the Magic on the rebuild, and, and why I think the Magic's coaching staff, who has gotten some criticism this year, uh, deserves a little bit of credit too. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's right when we upload, right when we come into your inbox, uh, whether it is during your day, at lunch, at break, uh, while you're working out, on your way to tonight's game, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, we're free available on all platforms as well as streaming most episodes on YouTube. This episode is also brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is a new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. They can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. Check them out today at Truebill. Though huge injury news for the Orlando Magic on Monday. Um, the 10-day contracts that they signed last Friday against the Miami Heat uh, during that emergency day um, came to an end. Um, so Hassani Gravett, Admiral Schofield... B.J. Johnson and Aline Ford, uh, you know, their contract, their first contracts expired. Um, Orlando started to get some players out of COVID protocols. R.J. Hampton obviously played Sunday. Moritz Wagner and Ignaz Frasdakis came off the protocols and are available to play tonight as well for the Magic. Um, still obviously without some players. Terrence Ross still out. Mo Bamba still out. Uh, Chuma Okiki still out. Michael Mulder still out. So still some players in protocols for this team. But the Magic are going to begin to start getting these guys back again. Um, the need for emergency players is beginning to end. Um, and, and so I think it, it is still really important to kind of take a moment and appreciate the effort and, and really the job that these young players have done. Look, COVID is is a tragedy um, worldwide. Um, and, and while you know I think there's a better understanding of COVID and certainly a better defenses against COVID, including the vaccine and uh, you know, there was a big news yesterday, obviously, that the CDC has recommended shortening the quarantine time for vaccinated people who test positive. The NBA come, has their own rule. Um, I, think it, I think they shortened the quarantine time for them to six days um, for those who test positive, and then they just have to check to make sure that you're no longer transmissible. Um, so we're getting to a point here pretty quickly where guys are going to come out of COVID protocols. Um, you know, I'd expect, you know, Terrence Ross has been on Instagram a little bit. 
um, saying he's you know waiting for some negative tests. So I don't know how far along he is, but I would certainly think that some of these guys are going to be coming out of protocols here very, very soon. And so the time for all these young players to have their chances coming to an end. The silver lining to all this is that guys like Hassani Brevet, like Admiral Schofield, um, guys throughout the league um, are getting an opportunity that they would not otherwise get, a chance to really show that show themselves and kind of make their statement, make their case for an NBA roster spot. Now, they may not get it today, but 10-day contracts become available in January if you're not already under contract. Any, any player in the G League is available for that. Um, that, you know, you're not just because Hassani Griffith's on Lakeland does not mean he the ma- the Magic hold his rights. They would have to do some uh, do some uh, roster maneuvering in order to do that. Um, but for now, the Magic are sticking with the guys that they have kind of relied on uh, and the guys that they have invested on here. The Magic announced on Monday that they had re-signed Hassani Gravett and Admiral Schofield to 10-day contracts um, because these are COVID signings, because these are emergency signings. They are not subject to the normal 10-day contract rules, so the Magic you know, can sign them to a third 10-day contract if they need them um, still to fill out the roster. Uh, right now, you're allowed to sign one emergency player for every player that is in co- that is in COVID. I believe it's if, if you aren't able to have like 10 players or something like that. And with the long-term injuries the Magic have, that is still very much a, a struggle uh, for the team. Because remember, they, now they have, I think, five players in co- health and safety protocols still, as well as five players with lo- out with long-term injuries. Um, Cole Anthony will also be out tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks as he continues to deal with the sprained ankle that, yes, he played on Thursday um, that appears to have re-aggravated as well. Both Hassani Gravett and Admiral Schofield, uh, to me, no-brainers to bring those guys back. Um, clearly, the Magic built some trust in them. They're, they're both part of training camp. They, they know what the Magic are trying to do. They know what the Magic are, are trying to, to run every day. And both play both have played really, really well. Um, I, think it, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone who is upset with how these guys have played. Um, you know, B.J. Johnson and Lean Ford, not that they didn't play well either. I thought both of them did some good things. But Gravette and Schofield have been far more consistent and, again, fit the roster needs that the Magic have with the players that are out. Gravette has been fantastic to me. He's been the best of the six guys that Magic signed. Averaging 7.6 points per game, shooting 9 of 20 from beyond the arc. He's a pesky defender. You know, he even admitted sometimes he overhelps a little bit too much. Um, but the guy is just full of energy, and I think that is that's why he's sticking in the league, and that's why he's he's hanging around um, because that energy is really infectious. And, and certainly with the with the situation the Magic are in, they need just they need just guys to provide energy. And that was such a big thing from these G League players is to come in, just play hard, you do your role, and play with a ton of energy. Admiral Schofield has also played really really well, a lot better than I thought he would actually. He's averaging five point eight points per game. You know, shooting 80.6% effective field goal percentage would be where those small sample sizes. Um, the Schofield is proving to be a much better shooter than I think uh, everyone anticipated him being, certainly better than he's shown to this point in his career. Um, he's a big body, so his defense, while I don't think his lateral quickness is that great, his defense has been pretty solid, um, and he's able to kind of get into the lane and, and just picks his spots really, really well. Again, you know, I, I, someone asked me why the Magic weren't as high on B.J. Johnson because he's because he's the leading scorer with Lakeland. And, and my response is like, look, we know B.J. Johnson can score. That's that's not the problem. The question with B.J. Johnson is, can he work off the ball? Can he defend? And 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 again, B.J. Jo- I think one of the reasons B.J. Johnson was not re-signed was because he's now in COVID protocols as well. Um, but the thing I really like about B.J. Um, is is he's gotten better in all those areas. Um, I think he played be- a significantly better defense this run than he did in the last run for the Magic. Um, I think that he, 
uh, I think that he is showing more development as an off-ball player, which is what he needs to do to make it in the league because he's probably not good enough to be a primary scorer in the league. If, if he was, he'd be in the league right now. Um, obviously, Lakeland needs him to be a primary scorer. They need him to be on the ball for that team's success, and that works for that team, but it's not going to work for this team. Um, DJ Johnson's gotten a lot better, and, and I do kind of think that if the Magic had the extra space, if the Magic, uh, you know, if he weren't in COVID protocols, it would not have surprised me if he would have been re-signed as well. The bottom line is now, Schofield and Gravette have earned a second 10 days. Um, and again, when you're on a 10-day contract, that's really all you can ask for, is that you earn the team's trust enough that they're like, hey, let's keep this guy around for another 10 days, for a little bit longer. Um and I think both guys deserve it. Um, they've made a clear statement. Um, the Magic put them in the starting lineup. They trust them. Gravette was a big part of the Magic's win over the Nets, finished that game off over Michael Mulder. Would not surprise me if the Magic are considering kind of waiving the two two-way contracts for both Ignaz Prasdakis and Michael Mulder and looking to add these two guys, um, but we'll see. Uh, you know, obviously the Magic would have to make a roster move in order to do that. They, 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 their roster is completely full at the moment. Um, but both Gravette and Schofield have earned this opportunity. They have taken what was a gift, to, you know, very, very frankly. They've taken this gift and made the absolute most of it. Um, it's, been, it's been really fun and impressive to watch. Uh, to watch this, these guys play this way, and 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 for these guys to to make this much of an impact, um, it's been it's been a lot of fun to watch these guys, um, and, and I think they've earned this opportunity. And so obviously they have a chance to make another statement. We'll talk a little bit about uh, the the approach Jamal Mosley's taken to all this, and why I think he deserves a, little, a lot of credit uh, for some of the some of the Magic's uh, you know moderate success over the last few week over the last few weeks. Um, plus, a, a rebuild check-in, how the Magic are doing individually as we get deeper into the season. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? Look, it's a little bit of convenience, sure. You know, they, they provide you the service of auto-paying auto your bills. You know, you don't have to worry about paying your bills, but... Sometimes you forget that. Sometimes you forget you don't check your, your bank statement all the time. You forget that you're paying for all these subscriptions you don't need. And that's how they get you. That's kind of the deal. So don't let these corporations pocket your money without you knowing. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions today. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. You just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has more than 2 million users and helped save them more than $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. You can save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. We want to thank you for making Locked On Magic your first listen and part of your day every day for your next listen go check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts like me. 
Listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. So, you know, the Magic had a little have a little bit of an advantage here. Um, you know, and a lot of teams do. A lot of teams are doing this. Um, the Magic buying their G League team to save them this season. Um, they went to Lakeland. I, it's something I've been calling for when they do 10-day contracts, when they do these kind of deals. Go use your resources. Go use Lakeland. You set up Lakeland as this mini Magic team. They run a lot of the same stuff, a lot of the same principles. These guys are ready-made to come onto the main roster and get inserted in situations exactly like this where the Magic just need guys to fill minutes. The Magic went to Lakeland, and again, I think we've all been pretty impressed with the Lakeland guys, with those four Lakeland guys. Even Aleem Ford, who I didn't really know a whole lot about, did a lot of really impressive things. I I really did like the way that he played. I like the way all four of these guys played. Um, But still, it's, it's an incredible challenge, I think, to have to integrate this many new players into a roster in such little time. And the fact that the Magic were able to hit the ground running in the way that they did to me, is still a really impressive feat. And one of the more impressive things that I think we've seen from this Magic team and certainly from a coach like Jamal Mosley. I, I, I read through the criticisms. You know, I am someone, I, I believe in responding to mentions. So if you tweet at me at omagicdaily or at R underscore MD, I'm probably going to respond. I'm probably going to engage in a conversation. I, I think that's, that's really valuable. And I, I've seen plenty of criticism of Jamal Mosley. And I think some of it is, is really fair. Um, he is a rookie coach learning the league, learning how to be a head man. I think that's at times he has put a focus on a bigger picture on development over over immediate wins, and maybe that's a good thing in the in the long run. Um, but I do think you should be trying to coach to win, and I think you should be trying to coach the team to win. I think there's been questions about his rotation decisions. Uh, you know, the offense is a, a bit ill fitting, even though I do like a lot of the, I do like a lot of the ideas and, and some of the things that the Magic are trying to do. They just don't have the personnel for it. Um, there are certain things that you can say like, okay, there, there are areas that he needs to improve and get better on. And again, experience is going to help him a ton in that front. But there are a lot of things I think you could point to that, that Mosley's done a good job. This team is still fighting. Um, they're focused on the little victories. They're focused on things that they can succeed at. They're finding success, which at this stage of the rebuild is so vital. You can see you can see the relationship that he has with a lot of the players and and how they're still fighting and grinding together even with you know what is essentially the the worst record the Magic have had through at, to this point in the season in any point of their franchise history. It still feels like everyone is very upbeat and positive, not only about this team's future but about the now too. Um, and, and I think Mosley deserves a lot of credit. Now, obviously. You could get away with that this year because this year is not about winning. We're not focused so much on wins as a measure of success. We're looking at individual improvement from guys like Cole Anthony and Franz Wagner and Wendell Carter and eventually from Jalen Suggs. And eventually, as the Magic reintegrate players, maybe we'll begin to expect a few more wins later in the season. But right now, the, 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 te- the things the team are focused on, they seem to be doing well. And the way that the Magic were able to integrate these players and integrate uh, some of these guys over the last few weeks, I think is a real testament to to, to Mosley. Um, it, it would have been easy for the Magic to get blown out in several of these games. Um, they could have lost to the Heat both times by 30 points very easily. They lost by 10 each time. And again, that's a small victory. 
at, you know, the, the, essentially the Magic just didn't play well for five minute stretches in both of those games. And five, that, that's, that's maybe understating it, but they didn't play well in, in large, in, in large enough stretches of the game that they fell behind, but they stayed in it and, and, and never let the opponent get too far away. Like, again, never threatened either. And I would say that's a problem, but, um, they stayed in the fight, and, and that's been the consistent theme all year. There's been a few blowouts. There's been a few bad games. It's, it's not, it, that happens every year, and especially with a team like this. And the Magic are playing the Bucks tonight. It's not gonna, it, it, it doesn't feel like it's going to be a very pretty game, uh, these next two. Um, but it, it, it does feel like there is a, a culture building. There does feel like there's an attitude that's building, or it does feel like the team is accomplishing the things that the coaches are setting out for them to do. Um, again, right now, we're not as focused on winning and losing uh, as we are about development and about learning and gaining experience. And the Magic, I think, deserve credit for keeping their guys ready, keeping these minutes, keeping these moments productive, challenging their players, giving them something, something, uh, and putting them still in positions to succeed at the things that they've challenged them with. Look, I've talked about it before. There are just simply dead lineups that the Magic throw out there. Um, right now... You know, as good as as good as I think Asani Gravett and Admiral Schofield and Freddie Gillespie have played, especially any lineup with those with four the four guy four G League guys five G League guys out there, that lineup's not going to play well. Like as good as these guys have played, you can tell they are a notch below or a half notch below, uh, especially when they play some of these better teams that the Magic have been playing. Um, and so there's just it's just going to be really hard to use the score as a measure. Um, you know, if the starters struggle, I, I get concerned. But the Magic starters are playing really well, and you know, I think we all, I think we all agree that the two biggest issues for the Magic this year are their youth and their depth. Um, they don't have depth. The injuries have sapped their depth. Um, they they lack consistent NBA players, and I think that's hurt a lot of people and a lot of players in this league. Um, Mosley, I think, deserves a lot of credit for the way the Magic have been able to integrate players. Um, the way that the Magic have been able to keep guys ready, the, ma- the way that the Magic have been able to kind of just keep building and keep doing the things that they're trying to do and trying to accomplish, even with all the absences that they face, both from injuries and from COVID. And, and I think Jamal Mosley deserves a lot of credit um, and deserves a lot of a, a lot of praise for it. Um, again, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I, he's going to be the right coach for this team in the long run. There, there is going to be a point where, yes, wins are going to matter, and he's going to have to deliver in those games. And, and I think he's shown hints of that. I think he's shown hints of being flexible with his rotation. Um, when the Magic are really in position to go get a win, he makes good decisions. He makes plays. He trusts the right people to make plays to, to go get wins. Um, you know, I think he's created a very uh, very player-centric system, a play, very player-centric offensive system especially, that allows players to be themselves. And, and that can get you in trouble because there's a lot of young guys on this team. But again, I think there's I think there's a lot of good that's come out of it. I think I think ultimately this is going to help players, and especially as they continue to get better, as they continue to to get the right players around them. Um, I think that this is going to look like a much more modern offense. I do see a lot of really good hints coming from this team's offense and the defense. You know, I think I think the defensive principles are all there. Um, I think that executing those principles is is the trickier part. I think the Magic are maybe focused on on one thing. Um, defensively, especially collapsing the paint that leaves them exposed in other areas that that ultimately kill them in a lot of ways. Um, but I do think the Magic are doing a lot of really good things, and I think Jamal Mosley has has done some really good things as a head coach and as a 
as a as a rookie head coach, especially. Um, this has not been an easy season. This is not an easy season for him to get started with, um, and I think he's done as good a job as you can hope. We'll talk a little bit about tonight's game against the Milwaukee Bucks, plus where the Magic stand in relation to the league. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. I'm staring at the Citrus Bowl right now. It's all dressed up for the Cheez-It Bowl tomorrow. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. BetOnline, where the game starts. The Atlanta Magic will take on the Milwaukee Bucks tonight at 7 o'clock at the Amway Center. Milwaukee will have Giannis. They will have Chris Middleton. They will have Drew Holiday. The Magic will be without Cole Anthony. Will be without Terrence Ross, Mobamba, Chumo Kiki, of course. Marco Fultz still out. Jonathan Isaac still out. I could go through the whole names. But yeah, this this is the Bucks are a tough test anyway. Their switching has always bugged the Magic. Um, the Magic are just not a great team at dealing with switching and pressure defenses, which is why I think they struggle a lot with Miami. Um, this is this is going to be a tough one. The Bucks are playing some really good basketball. Um, they they had that really good comeback against the Celtics. I think Giannis definitely wanted to show out on Christmas Day. Uh, no reason to think that he won't be able to kind of dominate a little bit here um, with the Magic probably having to stick Wendell Carter or Franz Wagner on him. Uh, that's that's going to be tough. It's going to take a team effort to do that. They got great three point shooters. It's it's the, it, an undermanned Magic team playing a fully operational battle station. Milwaukee Bucks is is going to be tough, and to do it in back to back games, going to be equally tough. Um, we saw the Bucks handle the Magic pretty thoroughly in Milwaukee in a pair of games a couple weeks, uh, a couple about a month ago now. Um, it's it, I I find it hard to believe the Magic are going to be able to do very much in these games, especially with the roster that they're going to have to throw out there and the roster they're going to have to use. That's that's frankly just the reality of it. Um, you know, maybe it's a little, maybe I'm being a little cold, maybe I'm being a little too bleak, a little too um, too too, depre- too too oppressive with it. But uh, that's that's just how it is. That's just how this 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 game is probably going to go and how this this team is right now constructed. Um, you know, it, it, it's going to be a tough game. It's obviously great to see Giannis in the building. Uh, you know, you don't take for granted being able to watch the best players in the league, so definitely go if you can. Um, but it, it's it, this, this Magic team, they're going to have to shoot the ball really well. They're going to have to defend with their hair on fire. Their bench team is going to have to play well. It, they're going to have to do a lot of things that they have not done well consistently all year if they're going to win this game. So instead of spending our last segment talking about that, let me uh, bring back something that that we've we've chatted about. I think throughout the course um, of the year, um, Andy Bailey of Bleacher Report uh, does this does the, does these rankings. Um, just essentially just averages uh, where all the NBA players in the league rank in several catch-all stats. So you know, box plus minus, Raptor estimated plus minus, LeBron game score for thirty-six minutes. All these kind of catch-all stats and and, and uses it as kind of a snapshot 
to see where players rank in the league. Again, you could you could find an issue with all these catch-all stats. Catch-all stats are, you know, trying to trying to define a player into one number is extremely difficult. We all know the problems with PER. Um, but I, I think averaging them all out and all their flaws and, and kind of setting them all, setting all those ranks out gives us at least a, like a, a, a glimpse or a, a snapshot of where teams are at. And and I always find it interesting watching where the Magic are at because the Magic are a rebuilding team. We're not expecting to have a lot of top players and not expecting to have uh, guys that are just like killing it every everywhere. And obviously a lot of these stats favor certain kinds of statistics as well. Um, but to me, the Magic you know, objectively, the second worst team in the league at the moment, um, rank pretty well. And, and, and I think I think it, it shows us the the optimism that a lot of us have about this team and about this team's future. Um, the latest rankings came out Monday. Um, Andy ba- uh, the, the rankings have the mat, have Wendell Carter ranked 70th, Cole Anthony ranked 90th, Franz Wagner ranked 132nd. Um, the Magic, you know, there's only 309 eligible players at this moment. Um, but the Magic no longer, you know, the Magic for a long time had at least two or three players that were in the 300s. Terrence Ross, statistically the worst player on the team at 299. Again, we don't think that Terrence Ross is that bad, but he's had some really bad shooting games. He's not necessarily filling up the box score the way that he used to. Um, Jalen Suggs sitting at 270. Again, we would say that, yes, Jalen Suggs' field goal percentage is down and his offense isn't great, but his defense has been very, very good. Gary Harris, after being, I think, uh, uh, at least a month ago, was probably the worst player uh, by these rankings, risen up to 259. So still weighed down, obviously, by half season playing really poorly, but he's starting to come along too. Again, I, I don't think the numbers here necessarily matter. It's a, it's a snapshot. It's a glimpse of something. But I do think it's instructive to say, like, look, this is a Magic team in their first year of a rebuild. This is a Magic team that's still figuring a lot of things out, that's still kind of fi- saying where they are. When you look among their peers, among the rebuilding peers, like Detroit, like Houston, Orlando feels like it is far ahead, or at least has better play, better individual top-end players right now. Um, you know, those teams don't have a guy in the top 100, let alone two. For a while, Franz Wagner was hanging out in the top 100 as well, or Mo Bamba was hanging out in the top 100 as well. The Magic have some players who are playing very, very well um, and doing some really good things. And, and I don't think we should ever lose sight of that or lose focus on that, that there are guys playing some really good basketball right now, um, that there are guys that are doing the right things and playing well enough to deserve some recognition. Now, obviously, to compete at the highest levels, you need guys in the top 25. To, to win championships, you need guys in the top 10. Multiple guys, if you can. Um, the Magic aren't there yet, so no one's confusing the Magic as a team that's got everything figured out. Yes, We'd like to see Jalen Suggs climb that list. Yes, Marco Fultz and Jonathan Isaac will help add more, you know, quality talent. They may not be top 100 guys this year, but they'll they'll be in the top half of the. They should be in the top half of the league, which will help this team tremendously. Um, essentially, when you look at this profile, to me, it says the Magic have three guys who are playing really, really well, and those are the three guys we expect: Wendell, Wendell Carter, Cole Anthony, Franz Wagner, and then several players that are just near the bottom of the barrel of the league. And that's what you'd expect from a team that's one of the worst in the league. You wouldn't expect those three guys, though, to be at the ver- at, near the top of the league or to have um, two guys in the top 100 players in the league. Uh, that's That, to me, is a very, very good sign. And it tells me if Jalen Suggs improves the way that we think he can improve, if Franz Wagner continues to improve the way that we think he can improve, you add in Jonathan Isaac, you add Marco Fultz, you have something. 
and then you add maybe a top pick in this year's draft, then you might really have something. So when you look at the macroscopic part of this, the Magic's rebuild is exactly where it should be. Um, The Magic are getting some really quality play from young guys. They're seeing development. They're seeing individual growth. They're seeing guys get better. In in a lot of ways, the Magic are outperforming their peers. Um, You know, yes, the Rockets have Jalen Green, and he's really exciting. And the Pistons have Cade Cunningham, and he's been really good. But at the same time, you know, yes, the Magic need that top-end number one guy. But at the same time, the Magic have, I feel like, a lot more to work with. And that could mean that they recover and they, they, they start picking up speed really fast once they find the guy to kind of center themselves around. And again, it could be Cole. It could be someone that's already on the roster. It could be Markel. It could be Jonathan Isaac. Um, once the Magic find a guy to center their roster around, I do think they have the players to really start picking up steam uh, and, 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 to, and to rebuild a whole lot faster than I think people are expecting. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast uh, at, on, uh, Apple, on Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in, Himmel, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of the places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore me. And, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Thanks for making Locked on Magic your first listen every day. Tomorrow we'll have a complete recap of the Orlando Magic's game against the Milwaukee Bucks. But now that you're done listening to us, Make Locked On Bets your second listen. Locked On Bets is your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, it's free and available on all platforms. That's good dude for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.